1: Good afternoon, friends. Welcome from me and from Cupcake, the newest member of the Rai family. She's happily snoozing down here. And I'm excited to talk to you guys today about 2023. I cannot believe we're talking about 2023 and this is happening, but specifically reducing your stress as a business owner. So this is one of the most common topics that I'm addressing with clients, obviously stress, anxiety, overwhelm, and those being the root causes of what really is transpiring in my client's lives. So if you are a business owner, it's very easy for stress to just kind of come with the job and be very accepted And I really want to start off today by us setting the intention in 2023 to not normalize the amount of stress and overwhelm and the risk that we are taking with our mental health as business owners. It is absolutely portrayed in some ways um, on social media, especially that business can be, and success can be easy. And I don't necessarily believe that. I believe that it is challenging, especially entrepreneurship. Running a business and having a ton of responsibilities is not easy. And so if you have felt like that you're doing something wrong because it is hard, first and foremost, I just wanna say that it's not easy. And the people who may be making that appear as such on social media you know this already, but I want to remind you that this is just a snapshot. Everything that you see on social media, everything that you listen to and intake is just pieces in that moment in time. And so there are so many things occurring behind the scenes that you don't see. And I know for me personally, one of the things that a lot of people don't talk about is the commitment to personal development that goes into specifically for me and what I do. I have not just devoted myself to the work that I do, but with that, devoted myself to a constant commitment to evolution and personal development of me as a person. I am constantly trying to get better, sometimes even at the expense of, you know, feeling like it's it's never enough. And this is something that I have in common with a lot of my clients is that we have this deep rooted desire for greatness and for impact and for more and for bigger, and to be able to be the trailblazers and the change bankers that we know that we are meant to be. And so, with that, it's easy to ignore things, it's easy to ignore our own signs that our body gives us. And so, I want to first establish today. Number one, that business ownership is not easy. It's not easy. And when you self-select into entrepreneurship, when you become a CEO, it is a choice that you make that there are going to be hardships, just like in life. And so you are actually selecting an additional path that will create additional stress and hardship for your life. And with that being said, The goal is never to eliminate hardships, be it from your life or your business. The goal for you should always be to be able to navigate it differently, to be able to show up to the same types of hardships, to obstacles, to barriers, to stressors, to overwhelm, to anxiety, to meet it and be a different version of yourself each time that you meet it. And so if you are finding yourself in hardship and you're finding yourself in similar hardships time and time again, and you're wondering, why do I keep ending up here? Why does it feel this way? Why is it that I'm building success maybe externally, maybe monetarily, but I don't actually feel successful? Why is it that my stress is a constant But yet all of these good things are actually happening. And that is because you have to commit to being a different type of leader, being a different type of human, being a different type of woman who can show up for those hardships and navigate through those hardships differently. And so... I I want to preface everything that I'm going to talk about today with those things so you can keep them at the forefront of your mind as we enter this new year, as we start setting goals, as we start outlining quarters and years and goals and trajectories and where we want to go and how we want to get there. I want you to recognize that, yes, you have self-selected into a path that is harder, but with that hardness... You need to also commit to being someone and getting the support necessary to show up to those hardships differently, to navigate those hardships with grace, with keeping your composure, with not letting it ripple into your home life. Being able to navigate those things differently should be the goal, not eliminating because the hardships will always exist. The stress will always exist. And so when I talk about reducing stress, reducing overwhelm, creating a life that feels internally successful, what that comes from is not eliminating problems because that is impossible for us to do. And that is why this idea of telling yourself that once X happens, then I can whether that's you taking care of yourself, whether that is getting the support that you need, that lie that you tell yourself when you don't feel well, when you normalize the extent of your stress and of your overwhelm time and time again, when you keep promising yourself that it will feel easier at some point, it will not. But you have to be able to navigate that. And so when I'm teaching my clients how to navigate stress and overwhelm, how to reduce your stress and your overwhelm. We aren't talking just from the external of how can we reduce the things that are causing it. We're also talking about how can we increase our capacity to be able to deal with and handle those things. And so everything that I'm going to give you today, the few things that I'm going to have you walk away with today Specifically, are going to be on both of those sides. Are going to be okay. Here's what we need to look at to reduce stress externally, and here's who we need to become and what we need to look at internally in order to be able to show up to stress and hardship and be able to handle it in that moment instead of carrying it into our homes, our relationships, or becoming reactive people. If we don't choose to commit to expanding our communication skills, our emotional regulation, our ability to be able to navigate hardship, if we don't commit to that, then we will find that your success in the business, your external success, the growth that you can see in your company and in your life will be limited by that. So as easy as it is to commit to growth of the business as easy as it is to prioritize and lay out beautiful strategies for growth in the business and and see a very clear path forward. Again, I remind you that in order to walk any path, in order to walk any path, you have to be able to come to different crossroads in the path And choose and be the person who can cross, who can cross that hardship, who can cross that bridge, who can take that turn, who can put that extra weight on your back, because that is what entrepreneurship, that is what running a business can feel like. So, with all of that being said, there is an issue here when it comes to stress and the amount of stress that is occurring, because women, especially, as leaders, are waiting too long. We are putting more and more and more on our plate and expecting our plate to grow at a pace that is not possible. We don't think about our capacity. We don't think about the boundaries that we need to put in place. We only think as far as the growth that we desire to have and the people that we desire to please. And those two things without looking at what is our current capacity and if I want to extend that capacity, what needs to happen, that is a recipe for disaster. So when it comes to stress levels, there are certain things that are signs, that are things we have to pay attention to that we can't just shut off. It's easy to ignore because we stay focus, eyes forward on the growth and the success. And with that, we see and feel things happening in our mental and physical well-being that we choose to suppress because we think that it will be alleviated once we get to a certain point. If you think that your stress and your overwhelm will be alleviated once you get to a certain point of your success, you are wrong. Because every step in your rise, as you rise, also needs to be met with a new skill internally, new skills internally, to be able to hold that capacity, to be able to hold that level of leadership. If you are not doing that work, you will be limited in your growth. So when it comes to stress and the way that we feel, pay attention to what your body and your mind is telling you about your stress and your overwhelm as you proceed. When you are setting goals for 2023, when you are proceeding and living in 2023, because that's what's happening right now, you need to be thinking about not just eyes forward, checking the boxes in the, in the business, how do you feel? How do you feel running your business? Why did you start your business? You started for freedom, for joy, to be able to be your own boss, to be able to make your own schedule. Are you doing that? Or are you telling yourself that once you get to a certain point, then you will? Because when I'm working with CEOs who... Have started as solopreneurs and worked their way all the way up, and they have these big teams, or maybe they are the CEO and they have a big team already. And what I find with each of these women is that they've been telling themselves the same lie, the same story for years. And they're not yet getting to that point because that point doesn't exist, because you're just recreating a pattern and fulfilling. A pattern over and over again instead of changing it. So, if you want to reduce your stress and your overwhelm, you have to not just set an intention for how you want to feel and hold yourself to that intention like you would hold a boundary. You have to get really clear on why you started, what you really want to establish. Why are you building success in your company? Why are you making all of this money if not to enjoy it? if not to enjoy the life that you've built. I know so many people were struggling during the holidays to even take any time off because they felt guilty. They felt like they should be getting ahead and getting ready for 2023 instead of resting. Neither is wrong. There's a place for you to push. There's a place for you to pull back, but your signs cannot be ignored. If you are suffering from headaches and insomnia. If you are being emotionally reactive with your team or with your family, these are signs that there needs to be more care taken, that you need to be paying attention to what is going on. We hear the cliche saying about filling your cup and pouring from an empty cup. And we know these things and why aren't we doing it? We think that we are exempt from this as CEOs because we have all these people that are depending on us, be it our clients, be it our team, be it all the people that we we care about making an impact with. But without you, there is nothing who's leading the movement. If there is no you, when you're down and out, there is nobody. And so I want to encourage you to remember that stress isn't always unhealthy. A healthy level of stress can occur. But when you are past the point, when you are feeling the internal and external effects through anxiety, through panic attacks, these are your check engine lights. Are you waiting for your car to blow up? Are you trying to run your business into the ground or are you trying to grow it? Because I cannot stress this enough. If you started your business, you started it because You wanted to grow it and keep growing it and create something that could leave a legacy behind. Did you or did you not? And if you are burnt out, if you are constantly battling, if you are having a hard time getting out of bed in the morning, if you can't commit to personal development for yourself, if you feel like there is no time for you to pour into you, then this is a sign that there has to be a shift in your priority. I understand that it feels scary because you feel like allocating any sort of resources, be it your time or your energy, should be put into your business, your family, your team, and not you. But I'm here to tell you that the most important asset to your business is you. And the the way that you can drastically reduce your stress is first by owning that, accepting that, choosing boundaries to protect that time and energy, and then holding those. Nobody wants to hear that the key to success is taking care of themselves because nobody wants to do that. But that's the truth. If you want to be around for a long time, if you want to be able to enjoy the success that you're building, this is what's necessary. Reducing your stress isn't just about waiting for the time when things aren't as hard because as a business owner, that time won't come. As a business owner, who has multiple responsibilities on the professional front and multiple responsibilities on the home front, as well as trying to keep your human alive and well, it is heavy. It is hard. And so who are you going to become? What are you going to put in place internally and externally to navigate that? If you need something internally, There are practices and strategies that you can have in place that I call a toolbox for my clients. I actually have a free seven-day stress solution that you can click the link in my bio or click the link in the show notes to be able to get. And that's free. And that's seven strategies that will help reduce your stress and your overwhelm right there. But it has to, again, be from both sides. You have to be able to have practices and strategies in place because it's not, I I can't repeat this enough. It's not going to get easier. Business ownership is not going to get easier. So knowing that, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You need to learn how to manage stress and you need to learn how to set boundaries and get support. Okay. So let's talk a little bit because I want to go into a few things and leave you guys with some things today for actually reducing your stress as well. Make sure that you grab my, my overcoming overwhelm, the seven day stress solution though. It is an incredible resource. And I actually created it with all of my female founders, all of my busy mompreneurs um, and boss moms in mine. I was very intentional because I know that For a lot of, if I'm speaking honestly, like free resources are shitty and they take too much time. Like I personally am not going to sit down and watch an hour like free class. I would rather just hire the person to tell me the stuff that's in the class, (laughs) honestly. So with that being said, the way that I set this up specifically was to make it quick, accessible, and easy. So it doesn't add anything to your plate because that's the last thing that you need. So, it is seven audios. They're all under five minutes. You get one delivered directly to your email each day for seven days. Each thing will teach you a very practical, implementable, actionable skill that you will then have in your toolbox that you can literally use for the rest of your life to reduce your stress. So, again, that's free. Make sure you grab that. So, let's talk about some other like preventative practices and things in place. Because when we're talking about reducing your stress, there is the external factor of reducing your stress. There are things in your environment, your team, your relationships, conversations that need to be had, boundaries that need to be set, standards that need to be set. These are the words that you guys hear me repeat over and over again because it's what I do with my clients. And then there is the internal side of this as well that is within you what can you change and shift and learn to be able to navigate and manage stress better? So the first thing here is organization. Organization, it's interesting because, again, as CEOs, as business owners, we think about organization and we think about like our project management software. We think about, okay, we have this launch plan. Okay, we have you know this team member. We have all of these things set up in place in, in systems and processes and procedures for the business. We need to apply that same sort of mentality in our homes, getting organized inside your home, whether that is with some sort of shared schedule, there's a a number of ways that you can do this. And and I'm going to speak on another way in just a second with with something else I want to talk about, but really making sure that there is some sort of organization within your home, just like you do in your business. It is Really, really common, obviously, with stress and overwhelm. It is the feeling, it is more than just everything that's occurring and how big the to do list is. It really is that spinning feeling and thoughts of like, there's so much to do, not enough time to do it. And you're pinging back and forth, and there's so much in your brain. So, one of the things that's really helpful for that is how can you take it from here and put it somewhere else? So in the business, we do that because we have a project, we, uh, we outline, you know, timelines, delegation, where that's going, when it's happening, what it looks like. And so it's calming, it's soothing. It's like, okay, here's where we are in that project. We can see that. So you can apply the same thing for yourself. Okay. I know that I need grocery shopping. I have to get this for kids' school. I have to, cool put it on a schedule, put it on a calendar, put it on a to-do list, some sort of organization for the home, just like you have in your business. The next thing is having practices and things in your life for regular, what I call release. The thing about being a business owner is that you are constantly putting things on you. You are accepting new clients, new contracts, You know, you always have your your ongoing responsibilities and the services and the products that you're providing. And so there's nothing that really gets taken off unless it's like, you know, a contract's over, but usually more is coming in than is going out. And so thinking about your own energy management, what are you doing to make sure that you get release? And this is where your brain goes to, well, I don't have time. I have too much stuff to do. Yes, you do. Because the reason why you don't have time is because of your own boundaries. That's just me being honest with you. You're allowed to extend timelines. You're allowed to say no. One of my clients, we had to navigate her just telling clients up front that instead of trying to get it done as quick as possible, that certain projects were going to be a six-week turnaround. And that was very frightening to her. She felt like that certain people wouldn't hire her. And the opposite happened. She continued to grow She has continued to grow. And so it's just important to remember that putting those boundaries in place creates respect. Okay. So, what are the ways that you are releasing? And I'm talking specifically here about you and your humanness, meaning that are you meditating? Are you moving? Are you getting outside? Nothing that really has to be that time consuming. It's more about the intention behind it. So, Even routines are huge. Just something to where you get to be you. You get to focus on some sort of movement of the energy and that feels like a release to you because you're constantly putting things on your shoulders and on your back, okay? The next thing that you need in place to make sure that you are continuing to grow the business and not running yourself into the ground is you need to sleep more. Nobody likes when I tell them this. Again, it comes back to, I don't have time. There's so much to do. Everything that you have to do is your choice. Everything that you have to do is your choice. Take your power back and recognize that. That means you can say no. That means that you are in the situation that you are in stress, anxiety, overwhelm, because you have put yourself there. and I don't say that to be rude. <laughs> I say it because it's powerful to take ownership when you take ownership, you take back control, take responsibility for I am where I am because I keep saying yes instead of saying no because I'm afraid of saying no. I'm afraid of saying the timeline's going to be longer. I'm afraid of saying that I require different things. But time is not an excuse that you can use. Time is about prioritizing. And if you're the priority, then everything else comes after. If you were to schedule your sleep like you schedule your meetings, you would show up for it. If you understood the importance of your brain being the biggest asset to your company and your brain needing a certain amount of sleep, you would prioritize it. We have to think about the root of things. We have to think about for the business, everything is flowing through us. Even when we have huge teams, even if there's a company of a hundred or more, there is still, you are still running the company. You are required, not necessarily in your presence and your micromanaging, but your capacity, your brain, your, your, your ability to lead is needed. So you need to sleep more. Adults need an average of seven to nine hours of sleep. Go to bed earlier. One of the biggest signs of burnout for people is fatigue and shut down. And it's so easy for my clients to get home and then they're, you know, still working on their phones or, you know, their kids go to bed and they're working on their phones more and then they stay up late and then all of a sudden, okay, I finally can, can close that. And then it's like, okay, now I want to stay awake and watch TV. And then by the time they go to sleep, it's so late. And then they have to get up early and do it all over again. And that's like, what kind of life are you living? Does that feel good? Does it feel good? Like that simple question is something that we need to start asking ourselves as business owners. Does this feel good? It can be hard and still feel good. You can recognize, man, this is tough. This is like a a level of elite work and a hard project, and it's requiring a lot of me, but I'm really excited about it simultaneously. It can be both at the same time. So more sleep. The fourth thing is more frequent communications. Once again, this is something that happens for a lot of people inside businesses, or maybe not. Maybe you need to be having more frequent communications with your team. Maybe, most likely, you need to enhance your communication skills. I would say that probably 50% of my conversations (laughs) with clients come back to some sort of communication skill. To whether it's how to ask for what you actually want, how to set boundaries, how to hold boundaries, how to delegate, how to ask your team for what you need, how to get people to step up on your team, just how to have conversations that create better results, really. And so enhancing your communication skills and having more frequent communications, not from the way of micromanaging, but from the place of... Knowing where and having an understanding of what's going on, where people are, and and knowing that. And we do this in the business. Again, a lot of a lot of clients, they're having, you know, weekly team meetings, they're going over projects, ever, but that's all clear. Is that happening inside your home? Are you having a meeting with your partner to see what you can hand off? Are you having communications with your partner to see? Who can help with the kids because there's an extra, an extra project this week? Those types of conversations matter. And so prioritizing not just the frequent communications to make sure that you're getting the help that you need, but also to get the connection that you need. One of the things that can fall to the side along with taking care of yourself is your relationships and the people that are close to you. I've watched a lot of marriages fall apart because women are so successful, it's addicting. It's addicting to when you are ambitious to continue to chase that. And it feels like, how can I manage and be present for my partner, my children, myself, my team? You're stretched in all different directions. It's because there's no boundaries. It's because there's no set time for that and that's really what it comes down to prioritizing once again this is my routine this is this is when i'm going to be specifically with my partner and being able to let go of the fear of when i am specifically present in that all the other stuff that needs me gets to go to the wayside that can wait nothing's going to fall apart in in spending an hour with your partner talking about the week to come okay So more frequent communications and enhancing your communication skills will drastically reduce your stress and be a practice that you need to have in place to be able to not burn yourself out as a leader. And then the last thing that I want to cover today is making sure that you have the right support in place. I noticed that there is this middle ground that is like elite level support. And what this looks like, if you are a person who really desires to grow and not just grow, but really have something that means something, really create something different with your business, really create something that is that is thriving, those people have support systems in place that check a lot of different boxes. It's one thing to have people in your corner that are your biggest cheerleaders, which I, I feel is very important. One of I think one of the most powerful things is having just one person that believes in you. That was huge for me and just changing my life in general. Just having one person that, that, that could cheer for me. So I think having those types of people is great for your support system. But also you need to have people in your support system that can believe in you hold you to a high standard, hold you to the boundaries that you've set your set for yourself and also hold you accountable. One of the things where, one of the places where things get a little messy when it comes to high achieving women and their friendships and the circles that they run in when, when they have all these great cheerleaders in their corner is it's beautiful. It's so exciting and it's inspiring and motivating. They get together and they have these ideas and there's these big conversations and you're like, yes, and then when it comes to the implementation that needs to take place, when it comes to the action, things are falling off because there's no accountability and or the reality of change happens and change is uncomfortable. Doing something different, navigating, changing a pathway in your brain to where you have to respond and show up differently than you've ever done before and realizing that It is the natural human response to fall back on whatever you have previously done. So change is actually very uncomfortable and very hard. And so there is no cheerleading that's like, yes, you can do it. That's going to get you through that because once again, the, the motivation and the inspiration is kind of the first phase right? It's the excitement that's built. Okay, cool. We're going to do something great. We're going to build. This is awesome. I have these friends. They fulfill me. Awesome. You need to have that. But do you have a person who can come to you, who can see the blind spots that you can't see, who can offer a different perspective, who can come and help you fill gaps, who can see, again? the power of perspective is one of the strongest things. And if you don't have somebody, people who love you will be there to cheer you on, but will they be there to say, Hey, I know that you were calling yourself to a new standard and a new level. And I don't feel like you're doing that here. What I'm seeing here is you falling back on old patterns. Those are conversations that are Very difficult for friends to have, but not for a mentor. When I am mentoring my clients, it is beautiful because we facilitate and vacillate between these two places to where we get to build excitement. We get to build momentum. We get to have these conversations that just create such a fire, such a fire for what is coming for what is being created. And then we also get to have conversations about, hey, this is what you wanted. This is the goal that you have. This is the thing that's hard about getting to that goal. This is the obstacle, this is the barrier that you're going to have to overcome. I can see that you're afraid here. I can see that you're struggling with this choice. I can see that this is uncomfortable for you. I need you to sit in that discomfort. I need you to hold to that discomfort and understand that it's not supposed to be comfortable right now. Your friends will not encourage you to sit in that discomfort, but I will. As a mentor, it is my goal with my clients to get them to their goals. And to push them outside of their comfort zones to see potential that they didn't know was possible because they are only them in their bodies and their minds and their hearts with their beliefs, but I can see differently. And so that's why having a support system in place to where you're not just getting that rah-rah person in your corner, you're getting somebody who will actually call you on your shit and hold you to the standards that you want and ask the hard questions one of the best things about having a mentor who is committed to their own personal development. My communication skills have advanced over time because it's been something that I've been devoted to because I never wanted to be the mentor that in the face of, adversity in the face of having a hard conversation, in the face of my client being in in the depths of the darkness. I never wanted to be the mentor that shut down, that turned my back. I wanted to be able to navigate that and walk that with them and say, I see your discomfort, but this will get you to where you want to go. And so I need you to hold tight. I need you to recognize that this is part of the plan. That support is what moves you into this growth that you desire. That is going to help you. Having that support reduces your stress because if you are sitting in that discomfort, which if you have the desire to grow, you will be uncomfortable because that's the natural human response. If you are in that discomfort, who can hold you to that discomfort? Who will walk with you in that discomfort? Your friends will be the first to tell you, if it doesn't feel good, stop. It's not always supposed to feel good, truthfully. And that's something that we need to let go of. But your stress is compounded when you are trying to do it alone, when you are trying to do everything alone. Your growth is limited when you are trying to do everything alone. So one of the ways that you make things easier is you have the right kind of support in your corner. It makes an incredible difference to be able to have somebody that you trust to walk with you and walk with you again, not just through the motivation and the inspiration, the exciting and the fun growth conversations, but also through the hard conversations. Also somebody who's willing to mirror back. This is a pattern that I see in you. That's where real change occurs. And when real change occurs in you, then it occurs everywhere outside of you and your relationships and the growth of your company. This is how it's directly related. So I hope that you have this in your mind as you move forward in 2023 and that you're really taking some time to think about how you're going to enhance your communication skills, how you're gonna have more frequent communications how you're going to get more organized, how you're going to take better care of you and your vessel and really start to honor the boundaries and the standards. People come out of the gate so hot with this growth and these desires and these big things, and it's beautiful. But if you don't change and you don't get the support to be in the discomfort of that change, nothing will change. So if this is the year you want something to be different, And if you are currently running a business and you have a team that you are running, your business is profitable, you have goals that you want to achieve, you're scaling and you want it to feel better, you want to find more peace, you want to reduce your stress and overwhelm, then I highly recommend that you apply for my private mentorship. This is an elite level experience for elite level women high-achieving, ambitious women who are headed to the top of their industry and want nothing but the best, but they also know that it needs to be done differently. They don't want to sacrifice their families or their presence or their peace anymore. We're going to bring that back while we scale the company simultaneously. If you have any questions about this, my DMs are always open. The application can be found on my website, which is kelseykenry.com mentorship. You can read more about it. Please don't hesitate to ask questions. But this is limited because of the depth. And this is a process that will not just scale your business, but it will change your life. It will deepen your relationships. It will make you feel better physically and mentally. And you are deserving of having that. And talk about allocating your resources, your time, your energy into the right places. Think about the result for your family, for your friends, for your team, for your clients that will come when you commit to doing this for yourself. I'm wishing you the most beautiful new year. Once again, please send me any questions that you may have. Let's have a conversation and see what 2023 can not just look like, but also feel like for you. I hope this has been helpful today. I hope you took some gold nuggets that you can go and apply. And once again, grab my seven-day stress solution if you haven't already. The link is in the show notes or in my bio for that. So enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you guys for being here and for listening.